NBA Australia. How are you going, Hagan? Are you good? I hope so. You bloody well better be. It's NBA Australia. I am your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a very good website called CodeBet. You should go check it out, codebet.com.au. Uh, all your uh, NBA stuff that I write about basically every day. Uh, you might have seen this podcasting mug of mine also on Fox Sports Lab NBA with my good friend Carlos Boozer. No Carlos this week. Uh, he pulled out last second. <laughs> Jimmy, be Carlos. Okay. I need a hat. Anyway, and you can also see me in the paper every day. I am here in Larry Arm Studios, The Return. Hanging out, giving you the lowdown and all the ins and outs of the NBA season while repping Australia a bit. That's what we do. And we don't take things too seriously around here, do we, Jimmy? No, we don't. I'll leave that for the nerds. Say, what well, I'm going to nerd out about Dame Lillard today, though. Jeez, that was awesome. 71. Bloody hell. Uh, we had a points fest in Sacramento and Clippers. We had that Celtics Sixers chaos. Oh, Joel Embiid, what are you doing? Uh, the Lakers punked the Mavs. That was hilarious. Bucks Suns gave us no KD or Giannis. Anyway, Hawks have got a new coach. Uh, we've got some weekend winners and losers. We're going to wrap up all the games from the weekend. We've got a juicy slab of that's not a knife. All made, no man, spot on the night. Better than the ball. We've got dickhead of the weekend. We've got some Yanazi up up in the day. And our back take, yes. Where we're serving up a flame girl take. And that's it. Australian Player Watch, Andrew Gazy, Grey Mum Reward. What else? That's pretty much it. Daily review. And then we'll be out of your hair. Sounds good? Good. Let's bloody well go then. 889 is the number of this episode. That's a lot. Jeez. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Ah, you better. It's all right, though. Shaq appears to be on the mend, uh, but still, after, uh, you know, getting sick over All-Star Weekend, it's still kind of funny to go, oh, yeah, Shaq just got on the turps. <laughs> Right, let's start today's show the way we start every show here at NBA Australia with the Daily. I believe it's a whip around. Oh, nice one. Better watch out for the Dame Lillard attack if you're Houston. Or basically, you should watch out the attack of anybody if you're Houston because you're shit. You really are. Houston are a fucking laughing stock and it's hilarious. And now everybody's just taking them to task and kicking the absolute shit out of them. Kind of fun. Uh, but in terms of actual sort of... Uh, News, the Hawks. They have a new coach. That's like Quinn Snyder, five-year deal. To go and be the uh, coach to take over from Nate McMillan after he got it in the back from Trey Young. Uh, no terms, but they were sort of, you know, throwing around six to eight million a year. It's like, jeez, Quinn Snyder. All right. <laughs> Why not? Um but at the same time, the Quinn Snyder sort of uh, vibe feels pretty good, right? Because there was the moment where Snyder had been sort of approached by the Lakers, the Nets, other folks. Uh, but he was also, what, he was an assistant coach under, under Bildenhoser there in the Hawks back in 2014. 
before I went to the Yaz. But it's pretty cool, pretty weird. It's a very strange situation there just in, in general in Atlanta, isn't it? It's like you have that sort of Lloyd Pierce, Nate McMillan stuff. They go to the East Finals. He gets a four-year contract as Nate McMillan and then gets shit-canned. Like, would you take a gig with Zara? Oh, well, it seems like everyone gets in the neck and Trey Young's a pain in the ass. So, um, maybe. Hmm. Other news, Draymond Green has got a knee setback. Oh, a bit of a rough one. Uh, that happened against the Lakers. He bumped knees with Jared Vanderbilt, you might remember. Uh, so he missed the game against the Rockets and uh, didn't play against the Wolves today either. Pretty weird. Pretty bizarre. Didn't really matter in the end today. Warriors still got him. Uh, and Ben Simmons, if we want to talk knees, Ben Simmons, Box Hill Benny out for at least another week as they sort of check it. I think the Nets don't play a giant amount of games in the next few days, so he sort of only misses about, I don't know, a couple of days. But, yeah, it was kind of fun because everyone's like, hey, uh, where's Ben? He's like, oh, my knee's fucked. They're like, what? Okay. He's like, yeah, nah, it's really sore. It's been injured all year. It's like, uh, What? the fuck is going on? <laughs> He's such a weird fucking nerd, isn't he? Don't know. Anyway, let's do some game wraps from the weekend. After I spoke to you on Friday, geez, there were some good games. <laughs> it was sick. So let's talk them all through. In the game wraps. Game wraps, game wraps, 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 game wraps. That's right, the game wraps from Saturday. The Knicks beat the Wizards. That's right, the New York Knickerbockers of New York City are rolling. I love it. Randall at 46. They beat the Extreme Zinger Meal. The Extreme Zinger Meal. And he's a return to his old stomping ground. Well, it was actually at home. It was against his old team. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh... Big win, actually, in terms of, like, playoff stuff, because the Knicks just keep fucking winning. And you keep sort of, you know, slamming a couple of L's on those teams below. You feel pretty bloody good. Speaking of which, the Hawks got back to 500 briefly uh, by beating the Cavs. This was the most predictable dead coach bounce game you'd ever fucking see. Trey Young's like, hey, man, Nate Millen was the reason why I wear shit. It's like, Nate Millen's half the fucking reason you woke up and got to the East Finals two years ago, you fucking weird-headed Bozo, 34 points, 9 assists for Trey. I think I had him pegged for 35 and 10. I was very close. But still, big win. Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland! Just weren't very good in that one. It happens on the odd occasion of this Cavs team, especially on the road. Not a great road team. They're 13 and 18 are on the road. Uh, but it's just one of those ones where Donnie Mitchell has like a vaguely inefficient game and they get fucking flattened. Happens all the time. The Bucks shit pump the heat. They really did. Drew Holiday is playing out his fucking ass. Uh, it was good to see Kevin Love get out there for the heat and miss every shot. <laughs> he seriously was hilarious. Like He's a spud of the night game because he went 0-4. And uh, boy, howdy, was he not good. 22 minutes running around like a chick with its head cut off. Um, but still, Bucks fucking killed him from the get-go. Put 73 on this Heat team in the first half and ran away with it. And uh, I think the more sort of ignominious aspect of it was that Giannis got hurt early in this game. Played six minutes, fucked off, and they still 
Straight killed them. So he got straight killed. Yeah, not a great sign if you're the Heat. And uh, we'll talk to them, talk about them in the weekend winners and losers. But jeez, uh, the Hornets, what are you doing? 121 beat the Wolves, 113. Never trust the Wolves. What did I tell you? Had the Ant-Man versus LaMelo. A couple of draft pals. 32-10-8 for LaMelo in that game. What are you doing, Hornets? Uh, the Bulls absolutely fucking demolisherated the Nets. 131-87, embarrassing vibes. The Suns kicked the shit out of the thunder eventually. Uh, this was a fun one, a really fun one. It's like, how are you not beating the Isaiah Joe-led thunder by more? And I'm like, oh, what did I tell you? I told you, they fight, they fight, they fight. There's no SGA. Oh, geez, what, what's the time? February. Yeah, I think Shay. Shay's got like an ankle injury or something, says Sam Presti. Tanking. Nice one. Bless you, Jim. Bless you. Josh Giddy at his rough shooting night of 3 of 14. It was brutal. It was brutal. But anyway, they sort of pulled through and uh, going to see Giddy and Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jock'em, Landau go hammer and tongs in that one. But yeah, the Suns beat the Thunder pretty handily. Nine points in the end. Wasn't really that close. The Warriors fucking straight kilt. So he got straight killed. The Rockets by 15. Clay hit 12 threes. It's a lot. It's just a lot. It's just a lot. <laughs> Seriously, he just keeps hitting 12 threes in a game because he doesn't care anymore. He's just like, nah, I'm just going to keep shooting. Check this out. Bang. Check this out. Bang. Do not care. Bang. It was just ridiculous. Um, all Clay does is like shoot threes. So, And he's done it, what, twice already this season? So that's pretty pretty tough. Uh, and then we had the absolute bonkers score-a-thon. 176 to 175 between the Kings and Clippers with the Kings on a back-to-back. <laughs> this was just silly. You're silly. Stop being so silly. The All-Star game was a week and a bit ago. What are you doing? Seriously, it was chaos. Second highest scoring game ever. Only the second time that they've gone, uh, that both teams have gone 170. Uh, the only time that's ever gone more was Detroit-Denver, 186-184 in uh, overtime in 83. That's the highest scoring game ever. This was sick. So that was fun. <laughs> it was just like, nah. Both teams went 58% from the floor and 80% at the foul line. Uh, they combined for 44 threes. That's the most in an NBA game ever. Tied for the most. That is just sick. It was disgusting. Like, the fact that it was just in regulation and then the first overtime. You're like, what is going on here? This... I feel like we're all on crazy pills. It was very funny, very weird, and uh, I don't know. If you watched all of it, go back and just sort of go, yeah, I mean, we got to the end of the fourth quarter, and you're like, Jesus, it's 153 each. That's regulation. You get to the end of the first overtime, it's 164 each, and you're like, what is going on? And then 176, 175. You get to the end of it, and you're just like, nah, I'm good. (laughs) Seriously, Diazza Fox hits that jumper. That's the uh, go-ahead shot. And they sort of just go, uh, Kawhi is just like, oh, I'm a bit tired. <laughs> Fox misses another one. They get another crack. Batu misses the three game over. Thank God. Funny stuff, though. Funny stuff. Uh, Sunday's games are pretty fun. Raptors eke out a win over the Pistons because, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? That's right. Dwayne Casey only plays tough against the Raptors. That's it. 
His team's shit ass, but they play the Raptors tough. Marvin Bagley was good, 21 and 18 for him. Still, good win for the Raps. Hornets beat the Heat. What? Yep, 108, 103. Hilarious. Oh, God, the Heat stink. 33 for There Goes My Tyler Hero. There goes my Tyler Hero. Copping another L. Uh, the Pacers beat the Magic Man, 121, 108. The Knickerbockers beat the Pelicans, 128, 106. God, the Knicks are good. The Grizz beat the Nugs. <laughs> nah. The Jar with 23 and 7, just too bloody good. 112.94. The Grizz are a good home team. Everything else is a bit sketchy. The Celtics beat the Sixers in hilarious fashion. 110-107. Jason Tatum hits the game-winning three. Just an absolute fuck you in a game where he couldn't hit a shot. Uh, but hits, what, a couple of the biggest mo- threes of the game. Ends up with 18, 13, and 6. Five turnovers. Jalen Brown hits 26. He can't dribble. <laughs> Has four turnovers. Absolute chaos. They win the game. As Joel Embiid throws up a prayer at the end and it goes in, but the buzzer had sounded. The Yaz beat the Spurs 118-102 because the Spurs are like, nah, we got to tank better than this. Up 16, they blew it. They lost by 16. And then today, the Bucks beat the Suns 104-101 because Drew Holiday is an absolute fucking madman. 33 in that game. He was awesome. Trey Young had the buzzer-beating game winner 129-127 over the Nits. Cam Johnson came out. It's like, yeah, it's a bit weird to not play any defense. <laughs> Good job, Brooklyn. <laughs> Keeping the dream alive. The Bulls smash the Wizards 102 82. What? Wizards. Can't trust them. Uh, and the Lakers. The Lakers. The Lakers were good. 111 uh, 108. <laughs> 27 point comeback. AD, 30 and 15. Unbelievable. The Mavs and the Sixers. You can't trust them as far as you can throw them. Uh, Cavs killed the Raptors 118 93. Uh, Donnie Mitchell, 35 in that one. He was good. Kings beat the Thunder. Very fun game, that one. 124-119. Diazza Fox went off 33-8. Giddy up. He led the charge late. They just didn't have enough to get over the hump. Uh, the Warriors came flying back to beat the Wolves 109-104 in just hilarious fashion. 31-17 in the fourth quarter. Hey, kid, want to see a dead body? It's the Wolves. <laughs> They're so fucking bad. Naz Reed is incredible. He had 30 points and nine rebounds with five steals and two blocks. Meanwhile, they've traded their entire future for Rudy Gobez, the Staffel Tower, not playing, and, of course, the big Carl Anthony Towns. Unbelievable. And they got beaten by the Warriors out of nowhere. You hate to see it, except you love to see it. Because <laughs> fuck the Wolves. Ah, <laughs> uh, What else? The Blazers beat the Rockets because Dame had 71. We may talk about that later. 131-114. And the Nuggets outlasted the Clippers in a really fun game that went to overtime because the Clippers just fucking choked them out down the stretch. Tied up. Kawhi hits the clutch free throws at the end. Joker has a 40-point triple-double, though. 40-17-10. And, and they get the win. All right, speaking of which, let's do some weekend winners and losers. Oh, my God. I won! I won! Ah! <laughs> <clears throat> Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, Kent Brockman. <clears throat> Can we get a shot of me? There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, weekend winner's Dame. It's 71. Eighth highest scoring game in the NBA history. Yeah, that's pretty good. Not bad. Good size. Uh, look, it was one of those moments where Dame was criticized the other day. He sat out. He's like, oh, I need to rest. It's like, 
you just had the all-star break. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 check this out. Bang, 71. Fucking hell. Tell you what, Blazers could have done to lose that game against the Rockets. Because now, with that win, they're 29-31. If you want to tank, that's the game to lose. <laughs> because, boom, you'd be on equal pegging with OKC all the way back down in basically 13th. Oh, and with you'd be at 28 wins, which would have you essentially with about the fifth worst record, equal fifth worst record. One, two, three, four. No, sixth. There you go. Seventh. Damn it. Sixth. Learn to count, Jim. Uh, seventh. Because the Pacers have got 27 wins. So, bit of a tricky one. Missed a trick, but Dame dropping 71 is way more fun than not. And that was fucking radical. God damn, he's good. It's just so much so much fun watching him just go absolutely apeshit and tear up a team and just go, I've got 41 and a half. Fucking bang. Uh, the other weekend winners, the Nuggets. They turned around that massive, massive shit loss to the Grizzlies um, and really just put one on the Clippers early, came out, breathing fire, and then it all fell apart. You're like, what is going on? The Clippers, they're a little bit scary when they just go get up and about. Paul George has a fucking boneheaded turnover here and there, though. And then in overtime, they just fucking curb stomp them. Jesus. The Nuggets now 43-19 and pretty much, as I mentioned on Friday's show, unassailable at the top of the uh, West. Five and a half games up on the Grizz. That was a key win, though, because you lose that Grizz game uh, back on Saturday. And you turn around, you lose another one. It's like, oh, shit. All right, well, that's going to be wobbly. Then you'd be at 20 losses. So here we are. And I'll tell you what, remember the old adage, the Phil Jackson adage of uh, 40 wins before 20 losses? I've got three teams at that, the Nugs, the Celtics, and the Bucks. So one of them should probably be your NBA title winner this year. The Sixers are at 20 losses, 39 wins. But there you go. Uh, but a huge win for the Nugs. Like the way they just came out in the overtime was awesome. Boston, big weekend winners. That was a huge win over Philly. Uh, Boston have now won three on the trot after that one. But goddamn, it was a statement win because with Tatum not being able to hit a goddamn shot to win it was insane. The way they just sort of cruised back into it because the Sixers are fucking morons and were like, oh, do we need to guard Al Horford when he's shooting threes? No, says Doc Rivers. Bang. Four Al Horford threes and say goodnight, you idiots. Uh, Millie Walkay. They're weekend winners. Is it because they've won 14 straight, Jim? Yes. But also the way they got those wins on the weekend. So they beat Miami and uh, they beat the Suns. Basically both of that, Giannis. It's like, oh, we'll just give the ball to Giroud Holiday. He's fucking unreal. So yes. Yes, he is. 14 on the trot. This is where it starts getting like, oh, shit, hang on. Territories. Like 14 and up, you get it to above 16 straight wins, and you're like, hang on a minute, something special's going on. The problem is they've also got to sort of keep an eye on uh, Giannis and make sure that he's okay. Hopefully he's all right, but jeez. That's the uh, biggest win streak in the NBA this season now. They play the Nets. It's going to get to 15 probably. <laughs> like, God damn. You love to see it. Uh, the Bucks are awesome. 
Their point differential is uh, scooching up. The defense is awesome. The offense is getting a little bit better and better and better as well. Kind of loving that team. The Hawks, weekend winners. Big dead coach bounce win. And then to eke out another win over uh, Brooklyn was pretty massive. But Quinn Snyder feels like at least a – well, he doesn't look sane. He looks fucking just like the uh, teacher from Daria. But still, look – 31 and 30, you've got Quinn Snyder coming in. You snagged two very important wins with the dead coach bounce. Very easily could have lost that Nets game. I predicted that they would. But now you're in with a chance and with a bit of a shot to sneak up in one of those five, six spots if you can just fucking keep the ship steady. You know? They're 31 and 30. The Knicks are 35, 27. Brooklyn, 34 and 26. Who knows what's going to happen there? You're three and a half games back out of the five or six. What's going to happen? Don't know. You can never trust the Hawks, but geez. Uh, the Cavs, tough loss. Then they demolish her out of the Raptors um, on a back-to-back. Got their shit done. The Knicks, big win over the Pelicans on a back-to-back after beating the Wiz. That's when Randall had that 46. The Knicks don't look now, but they're kind of good. They've won five on the trot, 35 and 27. They're in the sixth seed. If they can just guarantee that playoff spot, stay there in the 5-6 spot, they'll be laughing. Doesn't matter who they play in the first round, they'll be just happy to be there. Because I don't think they're going to sneak into the top four, so good job by the Knicks. But they're fun. It's hard to, like, watch them. (laughs) But when they're, like, sort of cruising around, Randall and Brunson, like, there's something about them. I kind of love it. Detroit, but Jim, they stink. Yes, but they're tanking very smartly, aren't they? They played the Raptors hard. They cover. They lose. They've lost four on the trot. They're now 15 and 46. Very, very close to having the worst record in the NBA. That's just fucking smart. Other winners, the Golden State Warriors. Two unexpectedly fucking crazy wins over the Rockets. Big win over the Wolves. No Steph. No Draymond. Clay hitting everything. You love to see that. The Kings. The Kings. Looked like for a moment the swoon was there. It was right there. The swoon was there for the taking. The classic Kangs. But now they've won three of four. It was all about that second Mavs win. Now they're sort of just happy cruising along. Big win over the Blazers. Big win over the Clips. Big win over the Thunder. Let's go Kings. Uh, Who else? The Lakers are obviously the big winners as well from the weekend. That's three straight now. They pull off a huge comeback against Dallas. It was fucking nuts. But... They also had that win over the Warriors last week, and uh, prior to that, they had the Pals. Look, that's three straight. If you're the Lakers, you've got to take it. They were down 27. Anthony Davis looked fucking unreal. And I've been banging on about this basically since he was coming back from injury. It's like, look, it would take him a few weeks to get back up into speed. If he can hit the levels that he was at basically from, what, halfway through November through to when he got hurt in December... There was a really good stretch of games. I think they were at a 12 or 13 game stretch. They're 8 and 4, 8 and 5 or something. And Davis was basically, oh, watch out. It's MVP, Anthony Davis. It's like, yeah, keep doing that. That'll be good. That'll be fun. But seriously, the War- like the Lakers, they're still three games under 500. They were five games under 500 the other day. That's a win. You'll take it if you're a Lakers fan. I mean, what else are you going to do? And the last one, weekend winners, uh, the Spurs. Oh, but Jimmy, 
Uh, did you notice that they have lost 16 straight? Yes. Yes, I did notice because it's not hard not to because that's a lot of losses straight. But that's perfect tanking. There's a reason why Pop's the greatest ever. Do it. He's like, no, no, no. We're up 16. What are we doing? We're going to fucking lose this by 16. Check this out. Boom. Best coach ever. Need him in charge of the tank. He's your man. You need him to win a title. He's your man. Great job, Pop. He's going to go and get Wemby. Right. And then retire. Right. Uh, losers. Weekend losers. Should we do that? We should. We're not losers. No, you two are winners. Big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut up. Losers. Loser. Losers. Weekend losers. The Hornets. Uh... Unlike the Spurs or Detroit or a uh, another tanking team that has actually figured out that tanking is smart, like the Rockets, who have lost nine straight, uh, Charlotte have won four straight. <laughs> They're like, ah, look, to be honest, we've got a bit of wiggle room. It's like the bottom four have got, like, flattened odds. It's like, all right. But still, <laughs> what are you doing? Four straight. Oh, we need to get some games into Lamello. I mean, sure. Sell some tickets. Good job, MJ. Uh, dig up, stupid. Same thing with Chicago. Dig up, stupid. They've got the best defense like since January 1, I think, in terms of uh, defensive rating, which is hilarious. Uh, but the vibe is, like, they're still 11th. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, well, we are a top four protected pick anyway, so fuck it, we may as well try. I don't know, you could probably give yourself a better chance to get that top four spot than not. <laughs> there are 28 wins. That was the number I just mentioned where Portland would have been. It's the same amount of wins as OKC. It's only one more than the Pacers, three more than the Magic Man. It's not going to take too much to tank, and they're like, no, 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 check this out. Two big wins. Ugh, idiot this. Look, I'm all for it. Good on you, Chicago, but where is this team going? It's like DeRose and Levine, they kick the shit out of the Wizards. Great. Are you going to play the Wizards in the fucking playoffs? First round? Well, we might play them in the play-in. Oh, great. Congratulations. Miami, what are you doing? They've lost four on the trot. They look... uh. Just like they have all year, lost shit house. They got sm- like fucking straight killed by the Bucks team. So he got straight killed. Then lose to the Hornets. That is just. What was that? What the hell was that? What the hell was that, Miami? They're dealing with like injuries, like heroes sort of in and out of the lineup. Lowry is just sort of never there. You feel like, and just nothing feels like it's going right. Kevin loves sort of here, and you're like, okay. Sure. But this team just, I don't know. I just don't know. Four straight after they won three straight. I can't trust Miami, can you? No. The Wolves. Oh, there's a fucking team you can't trust. They're weekend losers because they just absolutely shit the bed. Absolutely shit the bed against... The Warriors today, in just hilarious fashion, you're like, oh, they're going to win. Oh, no, they've lost. Yep. (laughs) Just Ant-Man goes 5 of 19. Just absolutely gross territories. Austin Rivers, Nicky Alexander-Walker, what are they doing? 
Meanwhile, you got Jordan Poole going 5 of 20 on the other end. Brutal vibes. Ew, between him and Dante Di Vincenzo, they took some of the worst shots you'll ever see. Anyway, uh, other losers. Who else do we have? Dallas. 27-point blown lead. As I've said, they are all joined the other weekend losers. Philly. There is no lead for Dallas or Philly that feels even remotely safe. It's like Philly got up like eight, and they're like, all right, we've won this. It's like, it's the third quarter. What are you doing? It's like, no, 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 now we're up 10. We'll put this into cruise control. It's still the third quarter, Philly. What are you doing? And same goes for Dallas. It's just like, no, 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 we're up 27. I'll see you guys tomorrow. It's like, uh, guys, the game's still going on. They do still have Anthony Davis. Do you want to do anything about that? Like, nah, we're good. Idiotas. They're just a fucking shit show. I mean, the tricky thing for Dallas is, like, the defense is not going to get any better, and there's only so many people Josh Green can sort of guard at once. Their saving grace is at least the offense is gnarly, but they're still 5-5 five and five in the last 10. They're only 32-30. and 30. They're just very lucky that the Western Conference, look, you can win four straight and suddenly be in the three seed. So, but still, losers on the weekend. Phoenix, that was a tough loss to the Bucs. I mean, without Giannis, you should beat them. Oh, we didn't have Kevin Durant. Well, it doesn't really matter. You should still beat them. Brooklyn, that was an embarrassing effort against the Bulls. 63-29 at the half. Gross. Another weekend loser. Poor Patty Mills. Jacques very clearly just hates Aussies. Sits Ben Simmons. Hates Patty Mills. Jacques Vaughn, anti-Australian, fucking jerk. And uh, the final weekend loser, I don't know, probably my Orlando Magic. I love him. <laughs> uh, but the Raptors, look, that was a tough loss to the Cavs. The Magic, tough loss to the Pacers. The East is so weird because like, you feel like both the Pacers, Magic, could just drop off and they're probably better served if they did. Kind of like their fight. Tough one. Right, let's do some uh, giveaways. Well, some awards from the weekend. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. Oh, that is a knife. Darren Fox, he had the 42 kawaii. <laughs> had the 44. Embiid with the 41 in the losing effort. Randall's 46 against the Wizards was unreal. Tatum with the game-winning three. Pretty bloody gnarly. Clay hit 12 threes. That was sick. Uh, but Dame Lillard had 71. So, yeah. <laughs> Not bloody bad. I think, I'm just saying, that might go down as the best game from the weekend. 70 fucking one points. It's absolutely ridiculous. The fact that it came in uh, regulation is pretty crazy, but the 71, 6 and 6, he goes 13 to 22 from downtown, 22 to 38 from the floor. Amazing work by Lillard. People going, oh, but John, she's still a lot of shots. It's like, yeah. Who do you want shooting the fucking ball? Cam Reddish? Settle down. Give me 38 Dame Lillard shots every day, especially when he's hotter than the sun. Uh, the Joker, look, the 40-17-10 with three steals, absolutely awesome against the Clippers. And then Anthony Davis, 30-15-4 game was pretty bloody good too. So a few good games. That was just fucking today as well. I just rattled those last three off. Uh, but, yeah, in terms of other games from the weekend, I've already mentioned the Randall one. That was good. Lamello's one was pretty good as well. What did he have? The 32, 10, and 8. 
Uh, Malik Monk with 45 as well. Oh, that game was so cool. Just seeing like that uh, Kentucky backcourt of Fox and Monk just go hammering songs against the Clippers was so much fun. 42 for Fox, 45 for Malik Monk. That was awesome. But come on. Come on. Screw the Kentucky guys. Yeah, man. Dame. 70 fucking one. The eighth highest scoring game ever. 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 But who was Spud of the night there, Jim? Spud, 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 Spud of the night. I'll tell you what, a uh, few spuds on that. Uh, there was that Milwaukee-Miami game. The heaters, I'll tell you what, it was just spuds everywhere. Kevin Love, that one of four, one of six for Gabe Vincent, one of six for I'd like to have a beer with Duncan Robinson, one of seven for Victor Oladipo, and one of seven for Max Struess. That is just abysmal. It's pretty funny, <laughs> but it was also horrible to watch. Uh, Tatum in that game against the Sixers, yeah, nah, wasn't good. Not great at all, really. In terms of, uh, look, to pull a game winner out of your ass is just, it speaks to how fucking good Jason Tatum is. He shot 7 to 17 in the end, 3 of 8 from downtown. You'd never know that he was being, he was playing fucking horrible. Uh, similar vibes actually happened with today's game for Devin Booker, right? When they, I think he started off 0 of 6, he was just clanking everything. And, uh, yeah, it was a bit bit of a tough one. Bit of a tough one for bookends that were nine and twenty-one. But the actual spuds, you got Ayo Dasunmu going, oh, six tree man, doing the same. Gary Terrence Trent Darby Jr., two of thirteen, two of ten for Michael Porter Jr. the other day in that horrible game against Memphis. Jam and Jamal Murray had three of thirteen in that game too. Malik Beasley goes three of fourteen. Oh, gross Malik. Terry Rose with three of fifteen and Jaden Iver three of sixteen. Jeez, four of eighteen for Kuzma. Not great. Wendell went one of eleven. That is just shocking. Gary Harris one of eight as well. But at least we can thank Devontae Graham and Jabari. That's right, Jabari Parker there. Because what do they do? They went out and they shot. That's right, they shot 311. Uh, Terry Rosie had the 2 of 10 as well. He's just fucking shooting it up. Uh, Josh Giddy mentioned him, 2 of 3 of 14 the other day. Uh, Max Struess, Oladipo, that was hilarious. 1 of 6 for that horrible Brooklyn run by Dorian Finney-Smith. Spitzel did when he went 0 of 6 in that game uh, because Brooklyn were an absolute fucking train wreck. But uh, there you go, a lot... Expect the shooting to get worse as we get further and deeper into the season. We're in the last quarter now, so it's only going to get uh, uglier. Just like the 2 a.m. at the uh, 21 Arms in Ballarat. Tell you what, slim pickings. <laughs> Old mate, no mates. 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 All right, do you feel sorry for Ben Simmons yet? I don't really. Um... If he comported himself in like a way that wasn't like, oh, I'm 
look at my giant fucking swinging dick, you'd still kind of be like, oh, I feel a bit sorry for him. At the point, though, I'm still not there. Uh, in his last 14 games, Ben Simmons has scored 70 points. Damien Lillard tonight had 71. Just saying. But isn't the vibe, though, that you get out of the Nets is that no one fucking likes him? Like, you got Jacques Vaughn going, oh, yeah, look, uh, yeah, he's not right there. So he's out of the rotation. And he's like, no, 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 I'm a knee sore. Did anyone ask? It's like, nah, it's been sore all year. Ben, did you tell anybody? Well, nobody asked me. What the fuck is going on there in Brooklyn? Simo, get your fucking head on straight, you idiot. Pantsing of the night. Uh, Dallas were up 27. <laughs> and then they were not. Uh, bit of a tough one. Pretty funny, though, wasn't it? Because, I mean, you just sort of hate to see it. You just sort of hate to see it. But Drew Holiday, uh, the stop and pop with the three for the sort of go-ahead and just, oh, it was unbelievable. Just sends them absolutely packing in that Suns game. Like, I loved it. He is so fucking good, and I am here for it. Uh, so... I think Julia, yeah, send a co- like a Kogi just fucking spinning through the cosmos as well with the stop and pop for the three. And Drew was just a bad, bad man. Um, who That was a bit of a pants. Who was better than Lonzo Ball, however? Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you don't get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. You're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. I'll tell you what, De'Aaron Fox and... Uh, so De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk basically both going off for 42 and 45 was really fun. <laughs> like, really fun. Now, you might remember, same draft class and uh, everything as Lonzo, so we'll take that one because, look, anytime you get the De'Aaron Fox sort of like, oh, yeah, that's sick, it's great. Problem is, Lonzo's been ruled out for the year, so I think we might have to amend this one to uh, better than Lonzo Ball. Look, it's happened before with Lonzo, obviously. Um, Poor blokes had a few injuries, but Fox was the fifth pick that year. Malik Monk was the 11th pick. Uh, The backcourt of Kentucky, going out together, you love to see that. Dropping 42 and 45 was fucking sick. Uh, Both better than Lonzo's ever career high. Uh, But I think we'll have to sort of throw it out there. Who is going to be better than Lonzo Ball? It's like better than James Wiseman. That feels like kicking a bloke when he's down, though. So I don't know. We'll have a think. We'll figure it out. But for now, there you go. Darren Fox and Malik Monk pairing up to be better than Lonzo Ball. But who was Dickhead of the Weekend? Dickhead of the Week! And I will fight you, Austin Reeves. You have one fucking good game, and then you get in my mate Josh Greeny Green's face, old Scott, and uh, you want to fight him. He's like, Fucking, I'll fuck you up. I'm like, how about I actually just fight Austin Reeves for Josh Green? Josh Green's got other shit to do. I don't. I will fight you, Austin Reeves. Do not come at my my best mate, Josh Scott Green, and just start yelling shit because now we're going to have to fight. It's very simple. Seriously. He said, you ain't shit, I'll fuck you up, to Josh Green. Josh Green's like, I will fucking kick your head in, you dipshit. And I'm like, no, 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 Josh, 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 don't worry about it. I've got this one. 
So if anyone wants to see Jimmy get the shit kicked out of him by Austin Reeves, <laughs> tune in. Uh, let's do some quick yeah nahs right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, let's do some yeah nahs. Brought to you by the NBA Australia Merch Shop. Do it. Go to nbaaustralia.com slash shop or just click on through the socials. Buy a t-shirt, buy a hoodie, help a brother out. It's just old Punham's over here just by himself. Right, let's do some yeah nahs. Love this one. Rick Hazeman is Pat Bev the Bulls King Dally. Yeah, nah. Yeah, he might be. <laughs> he certainly has a fucking louder mouth than King Dally, and he'll certainly tell you about it. But he rolls in, suddenly the Bulls look a little bit fucking dangerous. I mean, that's two wins. They had lost six straight, so you'll take it. But yeah, it's there's something to be said, actually, about just like having that sort of... Uh, confidence, that level head on the bench. Pat Bev might not be that, but having someone who can approximate that is probably not a bad idea. But he feels like the Bulls King Daly. Just if King Daly had been turned into the world's most barkingest dog. <laughs> it's like, is this, is Pat Bev going to chew through that fucking lamppost? What's he doing? Uh, Matty Owers, he says, Hey, Jimmy, if the Clippers win the title, their workload management approach will be justified in the eyes of all the other teams, and therefore it will only get worse next season if Adam Silver and co. don't step in. Yeah, nah, yeah. Like, it will be completely justified, right, if they sort of get them to April and May and they're sort of rested and suddenly... Every second night, Kawaii. <laughs> and Paul George and everybody are like looking fresh as daisies. But the problem is, I just kind of don't see that happening, right? Like, Kawhi's look fucking awesome the last, what, month and a half? And if he keeps that up, maybe it is to do with the load management, but it also kind of just feels like uh, managing his injuries really, really well and sort of just getting him right for the exact moment. But I just don't know if they've got enough to win the title. Like, I can't see this Clippers team beating, like, Boston or Milwaukee in a seven-game series if they make it all the way to the finals. Kawhi and Paul George are going to be fucking gassed. Um, but, yeah, it would be justified in the front of all the – in the eyes of all the other teams. So, yeah, let's fucking fingers crossed they don't do it. And they don't do the damn thing. Uh, Quinn Snyder, good pick for the Hawks. Yeah, nah. Yeah, I think Quinn Snyder at least has a sort of way about him that just screams like basketball lifer, absolute lunatic, and could be just that guy who gets the alchemical weirdness of Atlanta just to click. The five years seems like a bit of a bit of a stretch, but I mean, beggars can't be choosers after you fire Nate McMillan. So, but I don't mind it. 
I think he's a good name. I think he's a good coach. What he did in Utah for years and years and years was really good. There was like enough sort of creativity in the way he went about the Donnie Mitchell, Rudy Gobert stuff that makes you sort of think, yeah, there's a lot of good shit there. If you give him a couple more weapons, kind of like you might have there in Atlanta, who knows what could happen. I kind of like it. All right, unpopular opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Uh, yeah, people complaining about, oh, Jesus, today's NBA. Like, no one plays any defense. Or who's taking 38 shots? Yeah, fucking who cares? I love it. Light it up. What would you rather see? Dame, light it up for 71 against the Houston Rockets in February. <laughs> or not. I'll take this uh, the first one, thanks. And that sort of leads me to Outback Takehouse pretty easily. It's Monday, and out back, you know what that means? Yep, yesterday on the way back from lawn, we fucking took out a wallaby. Mmm, delicious though. Put that on a fucking spit, boom. Wallaby burgers for fucking days. Bit gamey, but bloody delicious. Only at Outback. To be honest, we did go past two wallabies as we were going fucking, I don't know, driving home. Both of them just sort of sitting there on the edge of the road going, what's going on, Jimmy? You right? I'm like, Fucking settle down there. And then an entire fucking paddock full of uh, ruse. But anyway, only at Outback. That's right. After all the scoring explosions and Dame Lillard going for 71, Donnie Mitchell dropping 70s, Kobe's 81 is the next record to fall. Only. And it feels like it's going to happen, right? I don't know if it's going to be this year. And I do feel like it'll be someone like Steph who gets fucking hotter than the sun and just goes, nah, I've got this. Check it out. Bang, 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 bang. The only problem with Steph is his age and the sort of drives and the free throws. But it feels like Steph needs that one extra thing, doesn't it? Just the absolute fuck you 70-something game. 80. Gets it to 83 and you're like, holy shit. Thing is, the Warriors, like... They're playing all these games. Their defense is just fucking by the by now. So he's hoping he's got some legs. All right, quick strand player watch right after this one. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Oh, let's do it. Strand player watch. Obviously, no, Box Hill Benny hasn't played since before the All-Star break, and uh, I use the phrase played pretty loosely, but nor is Patty, which stinks for poor old Patty Thrills, Patty Mills, hashtag free Patty. Breaking my heart there, Jacques Vaughan. What are you doing, mate? What are you doing? Uh, good to see Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jock'em Landau, though. He's just had a couple of games against some fellow Aussies. Because he and Jingles went at it today, but he had 5-7-1 when he played against uh, Gids. Enjoyed that. Uh, against OKC, Sun's got the big win on Saturday. Then today, 7 eight, seven points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist and a block against the Bucks in 12 minutes. I'm just saying. Fuck him, suck him, block him, jock him, Landau. Play the man. What are we doing here? I mean, god damn it. But it was good to see him and Jingles out there at the same time. Uh, right, Dyson Daniels got out there against the Knickerbockers. Good to see him return finally. Ran out for uh, four minutes. He had two assists in that uh, absolute shit pumping by the Knicks and didn't bother the scorers otherwise. 
So two assists in four minutes. The Perth 36 numbers will be through the fucking roof. He didn't score anything otherwise, though. Still, it's all good. Uh, Jack White. That's right. Bum, 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 bum. He actually got out there against Memphis because they were getting fucking killed. He set a new career high. Seven points. How good's Jack White, you little ripper? Seven points, one rebound, two assists. That's right. He finally notched his first ever NBA assists in that game. That's a new career high because he'd never had any before. So seven points, two assists, one rebound in four minutes. Hit both of his shots. How good is that? The problem is Denver aren't going to get shit pumped too often, so good to see him get out there. Uh, Giddy up. Giddy up. 7-4-5. Absolutely shocking game against Phoenix on Saturday. Went 3-14. I mentioned that. 0-1 from downtown. Uh, But did back it up with a very good game against Sacramento today. Uh, Without shy Gilgis Alexander out there, 18-7-5 with a steal, went 8 of 10 from the floor and 1 of 1 from 3. The 3 was awesome late. Uh, just doesn't quite have the uh, sort of cut through at the moment. You want to see maybe a little bit more shooting for him to get out there and sort of cause some more havoc, but still playing pretty, pretty bloody well. Josh Green! Who's got Green? Uh, Green, he had 9 points today against the Lakers in that loss. He only played 16 minutes. He was in a bit of foul trouble. 3 rebounds, 1 assist, shot 3 of 5, all from downtown. He is absolutely shredding at the moment with the 3s. That is his 7th made 3 in 14 tries across his last 3 games. I'm no math magician, but that's 50%. It's pretty bloody good. He's at 38% for the uh, from downtown for the month of Feb. Looking good, looking great. Our man... Greeny, Matty T. How good is Matty T? Crushing it today. Eight points, three rebounds, two assists, and a block against Houston. Went three or six from the floor, two or five from downtown. Look, when you got Matty T locking down everybody, Dane can go for 71. That's how it works. And uh, good to see King Deli get out there against uh, Matty back on Friday. Two, love to see that. The one rebound, missed a three that he took. Our man Deli, and of course, jingling Joe Ingles on the weekend. Four points, four rebounds, and a steal against Miami in that big win. He only had to play 18 minutes. Went 2 of 4 from the floor and 0 of 2 from 3. And then against Phoenix in that big win today. Four points, two rebounds, one assist, a block, and five fouls because the fucking refs even hate Australians. Jesus. Went 1 of 3 from downtown to our man Jingles. Love to see it. All right, quick Andrew goes Graham Umbra. Well, this one's pretty easy because Dame Lillard had the biggest scoring game fucking in ages. Andrew Gay's Grey Mumba. Alright, easy one today because uh, Dame went absolutely fucking crazy. 71 points, 13 made threes. 13! He just became the first player in NBA history, though, to have 70-plus points, 5-plus rebounds, 5-plus assists, and 10-plus threes. It's also the fewest minutes played in a 70-point game in history, 39. And it's the most points in a non-overtime game since Kobe had his 81. So he was only 1-3 away from tying the NBA record of 14 made threes as well in that game. But that's his fifth career 60-point game. That's the third most ever. And they did throw this one up on the screen. Dame Lillard has more 60-point games than Steph, LeBron, Shaq, Larry Bird, Magic, Tim Duncan, Bill Russell, and Kevin Durant combined. Bloody hell. The thing is, he's also now the bloke who became sixth on this list. Players with 15 or more 50-point games. 15 or more 50-pointers. 
15. It's so many. It's Wilt, MJ, Kobe, James Harden, Elgin Baylor, and now Damian fucking Lillard. What a game. 71 points. The eighth highest scoring game in the history of the NBA. It's unbelievable. It's the second most three-pointers ever made, too, so you can win the shooter, shoot, shoot your shot, light them up, or... Well, should we play the drop? Just play the drop. Do it. He threw it down. Are you healed? Are you healed? Praise the Lord, I'm healed. Praise the Lord, for I'm healed. It is the Shane Heal. Shoot his shoot. Shoot your shot. Light him up award. <laughs> so 13 for Damon, 12 the other day for uh, Clay. You can also throw the Clay one in there if we want to keep it rolling. Because uh, there's actually a couple of pretty good Clay stats where... He's like the only bloke to basically, in the same season, as I mentioned, have a game where it's uh, he's hit 12 threes multiple times in a single season. So, yeah, pretty good shooting, isn't it? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. It's unbelievable. First player in NBA history to drop multiple games with 12 plus threes in a single season. Jesus. That is unbelievable, isn't it? It's pretty cool, though. I mean... He's also now got more games than Steph with 12 plus threes. So that's pretty cool. And Dame at 13. <laughs> All right. Patty Mills Game Day Ball Game Day Twitter check-in. Let's do it. What's Patty been up to? He's just out there hanging on. Looking good. Drinking his coffee. Brooklyn Nets team barista. He's out there making some coffees. Triple flat white. Is that a pod machine, though? Ugh, gross. What are you doing, Patty? Still, it's all good. Always inspiring gear. Keep catching up with Patty on the old IGs. Right, let's do some game previews. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, Inadvertent Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. How did the picks go on the weekend? Uh, not bad. So we've tallied them all up. We went 14 of 24 over the weekend. That was all right. 565 of 893 total. We'll take that. And uh, not bad. 565 of 893. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, I think we went four of eight against the spread on Saturday's games. And then six of nine. Nice. Today, head to head. So, uh, And the four of eight in between. Uh, right. Tomorrow's games. We've got some really good ones tomorrow. I've, uh, I think I did write up the underdog multi on uh, Codebear today which is Detroit, Miami, New York, and Orlando, all underdogs tomorrow. So Detroit plus 6.5 at Charlotte. I just kind of like that. Charlotte, look, I mentioned they keep winning. Detroit keep losing. Detroit do play fucking tough, though. And Charlotte just, I hate them. <laughs> They're just so bad. The thing is Detroit understand the, they understand what they're meant to be doing. Losing. It's fine. 6.5. Charlotte might kill them by 13, but they're just both really bad. Uh, Miami plus six and a half at Philly. I actually really like this one because I think Miami can win this one outright. They uh, have a pretty good job. They've done a pretty good job of stymieing Joel Embiid in years past. Uh, this is an Eastern Conference semifinal replay from last year where Miami beat them 4-2. They've held Embiid to 21 points a game in the last 10 meetings. Miami have zero fear of Philly. The problem is Miami playing like shit, so Philly might eke this one out, but I think Miami may can pay for it. So cover the six and a half. They might still lose, but they'll cover the game. New York host Boston. All the Knicks do is chew gum, kick ass, and play Boston tight. 
It's a weirdly good matchup for them, even though they don't really have like huge big defenders you can throw at Brown and Tatum. It doesn't matter because there's no Brown tomorrow, seemingly. He's on the uh, injury uh, report. So Brunson and Randall. Look, Brunson should be well covered by Smart, Brogdon and Co. Randall, Tatum. I just kind of like New York size. I think they can probably beat Boston at home. They've done it before. And when they have one, they're 5-4 and four in the last nine against Boston, actually. And uh, when they have won the last four games, it's either by three or four points. So it's always pretty close. So I'm going to just take the Knicks, plus two and a half. It'll be chaos there in MSG, though. And then the last game tomorrow, Orlando, plus four and a half in New Orleans. Orlando are the fourth best team on the road against the spread in the NBA. I love Orlando. They're fun. They are starting to look a little bit wobbly. But then, look, they're the sort of team that turns it around. Four and a half points. New Orleans have just been a bit of a shit show. The Pelicans are a good team, though. So I don't really... This is more about like Orlando and their track record of being really good against the spread on the road. New Orleans have not been convincing of late. Pelicans were like something like 20 or 10 at home, though. Not convinced about this one to the point, but I can't really take the Pelicans because I can't trust them, so I'll just go Orlando plus four and a half. Uh, now, we might have another show tomorrow. I don't know. Not quite sure yet in terms of we might have our NFL Australia uh, off-season wrap, so... I might go through Wednesday, Thursday, Friday games just in case. I don't know when we do the next NBA straight, but we should be back daily very, 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 very soon now. Feeling good, feeling great. Wednesday's games, Wizards at Hawks. I think the dead coach bounce stops here. The Wizards get a nice bounce back win for themselves. Extreme Zingamil, Brad Beal, Kyle Kuzma. I think they're just a bit too good for the Hawks. Bucks, they beat the Nets because the Nets, look, they got demolished by the Bulls. They do have a lot of that sort of wing depth. It'll be kind of fun. I just think it might take them a couple of more games just to figure it out a bit better. Uh, the Raptors host the Bulls. I think Toronto can beat Chicago. But the Bulls are just had a bit of a tear. Ah, give me the Raptors. Grizzlies, they host the Lakers. So, Lakers winning three straight. Can they beat the Grizz? I say no. I think Ja Morant and Co. beat the Lakers. The Nuggets. I mean, the Lakers did turn around, and that was the Sh- uh, Shannon Sharp game, but... I just like the Grizzlies at home. Nuggets, they take on the Rockets. Nuggets should roll there, no problems. Kings Thunder again. Should be wildly entertaining again. Give me the Kings again. They're fun. Pacers, they go to the Mavs. The Dallas Mavericks should at least win that game. I don't know if I'd pick them to cover, but they should win. The Yaz, they play the Spurs again. They played them on the weekend again. Um... I'll take Utah there, obviously. The Warriors host Portland. This should be great. Clay versus Dame. Who's going to shoot all the threes? Both. Trick question. Warriors are really still good at home, so I think the Warriors should be a bit too good. Just. They look very messy of late, though. But I think they might be a bit too good for Portland. And Wolves take on the Clippers in LA. Give me the Clippers. The Wolves just going to pieces. Thursday's games, I'll take the Suns at Hornets because the Hornets are shit. Uh, Bulls at Pistons, Chicago do the right thing and beat Detroit, even on a back-to-back. It's a bit tough, though. I'd probably take the Pistons at the line. Cavs at Celtics. This is a great game on Thursday. I'm going to take, look, the Cavs are a little bit wobbly on the road. If the Celtics don't have Jalen Brown, I might have to go the Celtics. Yeah. The Cavs, look, I'm not sure if they're quite there yet. And defensively, the Celtics are so much better than they have been. Uh, Sixers at Heat, we're going to replay that game. So I think if the Heat keep that one close and lose, ultimately, tomorrow, I think they turn around. It's a home-and-home series, which is pretty cool because the first game tomorrow is in Philly. 
Philly then go to Miami. I think Miami win the second one at home over Philly because Jimmy Butler goes, Joel, you're my one true love. The Nets play the Knicks. It's a battle of the boroughs. Give me the Nets just to knock the Knicks over there. Oh, actually, no, that's not a back-to-back. That's a bit tough. Yeah, give me the Knicks. <laughs> oh, no, poor Nets. It's all going and upside down and topsy-turvy. The Grizzlies take on the Rockets. I'll take the Grizzlies there on the road. Bucks host the Magic. They should have no problems against the Magic men. Thunder, they host the Lakers. Lakers on a back-to-back having played the Grizzlies. I'll take the Thunder in that spot. Pelicans take on the Blazers. Blazers on a back-to-back. I'll take New Orleans. Bit of a surprise one. And then Friday, why not just take the... Take it all the way through. Raptors at Wizards, I'll take the Raptors. Sixers at Mavs. Oh, that's a tough one. I'll have to go the Mavs. With the Sixers on a back-to-back. Mavs offense just blows the Sixers out of the water, maybe. Uh, Pacers at Spurs, I'll go the Pacers and the Clippers at the Warriors. I'll have to take the Clips, even with the Warriors at home. And there you go. That's your entire weekend previewed, but we should hopefully be back at least Tuesday or Wednesday this week. Good plan. Good, great, awesome. Right, uh, that's about it. So, make sure you're following NBS on Twitter, Face IG, we're over the socials, you know that. Cranking it up. Last quarter of the season. Check it, NFL Australia with myself and Gaz. Should be an episode this week. That's probably why I won't do an NBA trade tomorrow night. Uh, there you go. Get around CodeBet, good website. CodeBet Daily, good podcast. Me and the boys. NBAstrade.com uh, slash shop. Get a t-shirt, get a hoodie. Chuck us a rating review, would you? on your podcast app. As I've mentioned before, though, we've changed the back end on the show, so if you can uh, like, review, star it, make sure you fucking subscribe. That's handy. Download it twice. That'd be good. <laughs> Help my brother out. Uh, big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. They rule, and so do Joshua De Laurentiis. Fascinator, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa Section, I Green, 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 and Dozers. They're behind all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Trim Jane Earth, Face the App on Music Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia supports Australian bands. All right, we're going to close out with a quick daily review of you people. That's fun. And we will catch you later this week. Good on you. How good's that? All right, this is NBA Australia saying look after yourselves, would you, you dickheads? And later, hosen. Oi, 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 how the fuck are you? It's your mate Deli over here just swinging by for a pop culture review and shit, eh? I'll tell you what, we've had a pretty fun run of it lately over there in Sacramento, having some good games and shit, and just like, you know, trying to instill a winning culture and all that sort of gear and whatever. It's been fucking good, but I'll tell you what, I was pretty fucking tired the other day after that Clippers game. I'm just like, fuck, boys, can we just go home? This is a bit fucked, eh? I'm just real tired. Just fucking want to curl up, have a bit of a nap. It's like, oh, Deli, you bit old, mate. I'm like, shut up, man. I'm not that fucking old. But a base guy I am. I was just a bit fucking goose, eh? Anyway, but it was sick ass to see fucking my mate little Diazza, my other mate Maluk. They just went fucking off, man. It was sick ass. And then that fucking weird cat on the other team. What's his name? Kwai. That dude's fucking weird ass, isn't he? So I was just like, so what's he looking at? Just at one point, he's just like laughing at his hand. Just like looking at his hand, he just started laughing. It's like, what is going on in that bloke's head? I don't know. Anyway, pop culture review. I uh, got around that uh, new movie on the old Netflix called You People. Uh, the missus like, oh, no, nah, it's got Jonah Hill in it. You love Jonah Hill. I'm like, fucking yeah, the fat bloke. He's funny as shit, isn't he? It's like, oh, he's got like sick, sick, slick back blonde hair and stuff. It's got Eddie Murphy in it. And I'm like, fuck, I love Eddie Murphy. 
what do we fucking do? Let's watch it. And I watched it. It was pretty funny. So, yeah, pretty good. So, ah, you've got Julia Louis-Dreyfus and you've got Eddie Murphy. It's like two different cultures and shit. And it's like trying to pinpoint, like, the differences of people and, like, the similarities and shit and whatever. And it's like, oh, it's pretty funny, isn't it? I don't mind this. So, yeah, it was good. 15 out of 10 deli ones, I reckon. Go check it out. It's on the Netflixes. All right, there you go. That's it for this week. I'll talk to you next time. This has been a good deli review. I like this one. It was a fun movie, that, too. Yeah. See you guys. All right, until next time. Later, fuckers. Deli out.